Welcome back to the Logos of Experience and Truth podcast, where I continue to unlock the mysteries of the beautific vision of God. For any of you listening out there interested in such topics as the mysteries, mysticism, and in this, hopefully the last episode in this mini-series having to do with creative thought, law of attraction, manifestation, and for the most part, talking about the dangers of it, since I've never seen anybody talk about the dangers of it. And what I will do in this episode is hopefully speak about either the positives of it, or at least give some hint of the experience and some kind of analyzing, since that's what my mind is attempting to do when it comes to this, of what is it, what does it bring, and what is the differentiator in what it is and does and brings. I mentioned it has to do with the polarity of your mind, whether you're pulling more towards the logical side of the brain or the emotional side of the brain, and if you're more towards the middle, meaning you're equalized when it comes to that. Also, just basic studiousness, whether you're an apprentice or the mage himself or herself already when it comes to this, how learned you are in it. But there is a difference between this manifestation attempt through thinking and prayer, blessing, miracle. And I'm trying to discern the difference. I'll work through a little bit of it here. Maybe you will also see the difference when it comes to it. If you feel so, please drop a comment and maybe we can dive deeper into this as a team or something like that. Because I've mentioned in different episodes regarding Jesus saying, if you believe, you could tell the mountain to move and it will move. So belief has a factor in this beyond thinking, beyond feeling. And I mentioned in that episode that belief is a different kind of thought. It is kingdom of heaven type of thought, meaning beyond the mental faculties. It is a different type of thinking, thinking without thinking, seeing without seeing. And the difficulty, of course, is in reaching this state of mind because you have to traverse through the gauntlet of your own conscious mind and then through the gauntlet of your own subconscious mind to enter into this state of miracle and belief. And it doesn't just happen, you know, every minute of every day. That's one example. I also spoke in one of these episodes on Jesus feeding three or 5,000. I'm so sorry. I'd never remember the number of that one. But how the difference in that versus pure manifestation thought is he had a couple fish and a couple loaves. And somehow that is transformed into being able to feed more than what was there. Now he gives a prayer over it though. He gives a prayer and it occurs, but there was something present. The other example that came to mind today, because I've been trying to do the rosary again, Today is Thursday. Today are the luminous mysteries. And the second mystery is the miracle at the wedding of Cana, where he turns water into wine. So kind of similar to the fish and the loaves of bread, something physical was already present. There was water. He says a prayer 
and it transforms it into wine. Now, there's an allegory in that. It's the same as alchemy. It's the same as turning lead into gold that you can read into the miracle at Cana. And I know I keep saying I'm going to do a more in-depth on the rosary and the mysteries embedded in them. But this is one of the other ways of being able to look at that. The transmutation of water into wine is analogous to the transmutation of lead into gold. This is just the Jesus Christian way of displaying this, this capacity, this capability of doing this. So the difference, at least as I see it, is that there is something physical that Jesus is praying over, and that is then multiplied. I'll give you a personal example. I'm still trying to identify what brought this back into my mind. Maybe it was just because I needed to talk about it. Whatever, I'm not entirely sure. But I had come across some videos on YouTube. Um, I didn't watch them. They were just in my feed. I think I mentioned that. I've never read these authors. I don't know if this is what they actually said or not, but the names that have kept popping up in my feed are in Alan Watts and in Neville Goodard or something like that. They must be older speakers on this type of topic because it looks like they are free use on YouTube. I'm not entirely sure. I, I don't actually know. But in one of the videos, it had the guy who was talking about when he was younger and he had gone and taken the lesson from this teacher. He was an older guy in this video. The guy explained, this is how you do it. This is how you create. This is how you manifest stuff. And he told him, you know, you got to imagine you're climbing up a ladder and then tell yourself throughout the day that you're not going to climb up a ladder. And in a couple of days, you'll climb up the ladder. And so the guy did it. And he's like, yeah, you know, and uh, I kept doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it. And then he went and visited some family and boom, the dad is like asking him to climb up this ladder and hand him something. And the guy talking about this is like, and there it was, right? So he manifested that into reality. So because I've not done any of this stuff for a good year, year and a half after I had completely created catastrophe into my own mind by utilizing the Philosopher's Stone incorrectly, which is another of the reasons why I'm trying to give you all of this because I know how bad it can be. And the only reason I didn't drive myself crazy is because I know how to alchemize the mind. It just took a couple of months until I was able to really regain myself from what had happened from my experimentation. I've mentioned before, I do approach these mysteries, mysticism, meditation, all these different esoteric and traditionally occult things in a very scientific manner. I don't consider myself scientific, but I still consider the manner in which I'm going about this to be scientific. Anyways, I took what this guy had said and I was like, all right, well, let me do something. Because the whole gist of it was like, yeah, if you could manifest a ladder, then you can manifest a million dollars. So I was like, all right, let me go ahead and think about a million dollars. Let me get a million dollars. And then I was trying to imagine like a vehicle that I would drive. I've got kids, so I need an SUV. I was like, well, what's the nicest SUV? Okay, it's that Porsche one. So let me imagine that. So I sat there and I did it for maybe like 10 or 15 minutes or something. And then I remembered to do it again later on in the day or something of the order. I'm giving you this just to show you again, it works. It does work. But what is it doing? How good is this working in your mind compared to my mind? Because it seems to only be mental. If all you're doing is focusing on something that isn't present and it is purely mental, then what you receive is a purely mental experience, a purely mental manifestation that comes back to you. 
where in the Jesus example, if you pray over something, you're receiving something back. I don't know, it's kind of weird. That's kind of where my mind is going with this. And I think the differentiating thought in comparison to this thought manifestation and creative thought and law of attraction would be the other principle that's kind of out there of gratitude, right? That the more you're grateful for what you have, then you'll receive more. So I think that would be the counterbalance if we're looking at the polarity of the two. One is on this end, the other's on this end, and they're kind of the counterbalance of it. Here's what happened. I meditated on that. Now, mind you, I did not put anything in the internet. I didn't type anything. I didn't say, send me some emails about this or that. None of that kind of stuff, right? I didn't do anything. And about two days after I did this meditation and focusing, maybe three, because usually the three days, this is the whole three-day theory, I wake up, I go through my morning routine, I open up my email, and I have about 15 spam phishing emails on click here, you've won money. Click here, you've won money. Potential money. Money, 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 money. I had about 15 of these spam emails on money. So boom, I had gotten the million dollars I had thought of in my inbox. Now, I didn't click on any because I know they're phishing things, but it's just What triggered that to enter into my email? I didn't put my email in anything. I've never received emails like that before. I don't have these types of emails coming in. I had not received any of those types of emails, yet somehow I now got, and not just like one, I had like 15 of these emails. You won $2,000. Click here for 10,000. Click here for potential 700,000. So I'm just saying, if I add it all up, it was probably about a million dollars. So that was the morning. But what about this car, right? I mean, I didn't just get this car. Well, no. But at lunchtime, we didn't feel like cooking. And we went and we got some boba to go along with our chicken that we got. And when I pull up to the boba spot and park, what's right next to my car? The exact Porsche SUV that I had envisioned, black color, even since I had envisioned a black colored one. This manifestation stuff works, but what exactly are you receiving? All I got was emails showing the million dollars that I had envisioned, and I saw the car that I had thought about, but it wasn't somehow in my possession now at that point but it had been a purely thought-based thing. So I don't know, maybe if I go to the car dealership and put my hand over one and pray over it and say, I want one of these, maybe I'll get it. I don't know. I haven't gone that far in testing the difference between the two, but that is the experience that I had. So it was like the mental focus, the mental attempt at manifesting brought a mental manifestation because I didn't actually possess any of these things, but does the algorithm on the internet work spiritually somehow? I'll just throw that out there. Because I typed nothing in, I didn't put my email into anything, and I suddenly had 15 or so spam emails entirely about click here and get money. And then... We normally, actually, we 99.99% of the time have been ordering 
our boba drinks through DoorDash. And we just decided to go and get it on this day. And by deciding suddenly to just go out and get it, now I see the car that I had envisioned parked right next to mine. So again, it works. But what exactly are you getting? Now, maybe if I had focused more in depth or something like that, I don't know, maybe it would have come in a different way. But that's the way that it came for me. Purely mental. Now, in contrast, if you've listened to my second season of episodes, I talk about the healings that I've done. Now, when I say the healings I've done, I mean the healings that I took part in and I prayed in and something happened. And two of them were on me and one of them was on my wife. But in those instances, I was praying over something, about something physically in the present, in front of me, in the moment. And the healing occurred. Very similar to the Jesus teaching on how to bring about blessings, miracles, in comparison to this purely mental manifestation to bring about some type of an experience. Now, again, I'm not saying that the mental thing doesn't work. It does, but it's a question of what does it bring? Maybe it works more if you're asking yourself, I wish to understand more, I don't know, about this, right? The mysteries, right? So, Again, I posed the question on one of the episodes of what brought you to this podcast? Did you think about this beforehand or are you just here randomly? There is a method to it. There is what you are actually getting from it. And I know I've done that before when I've sat there and I've thought, okay, I really need to understand this subject matter more on this, whatever it is I'm studying. And like magically a couple of days later, I suddenly come across the book that I'm looking for. How does that happen, right? Is it just because I had thought about it and now I am more receptive to seeing it and acknowledging what I am seeing as that which I had meditated and attempted to manifest? Or do I have to pray over something to bring it about physically? There's a physical aspect versus a mental aspect, a physical reality versus a purely mental experience reality. I'll probably talk about this more since, again, I'm still experimenting as well on what the exact differentiator is between the two, but you can see how in-depth it goes. There's the concept of gratitude that can bring about things. There's mental manifestation, but what does it bring about if it's only bringing you mental satisfaction or praying that the mountain moves and it moves, or that water turns into wine. What are those key differentiators? And I hopefully have inspired you, dear listener, to think about it more as well. I will leave you at that. <music>